Polyhedron is a production of Headcanon Games, LLC. Please bookmark Headcanon Games for the latest in Polyhedron news. Polyhedron is sponsored by listeners like yourself. If you'd like to become a patron of Polyhedron, please go to patreon.com polyhedron. Now, on with your show. Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, in my studio, I have my two chuggle heads of co-hosts, Ryan. I lied, I'm not ready. And Scott. What is ready? I th- I, it's a flat circle, and we'll, we'll always be in this God room. damn it, Rust! <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, why wasn't season two good? Uh, I don't know. I watched it. I was really hoping it was... They're, they're I thought ta- it was going to go in some directions. They're talking about doing a season three, and they want McConaughey yes. and Harrelson back. I mean, that's, um, they got the lead writer, uh, the season one writer back. I forgot his name, but right. they got him directly I mean, back. Hey, audience, I've got some bad news for you. We're really bad at our jobs, and... Uh, <laughs> Mostly because we're good at our real jobs yeah. and have other stuff we have to do. So today you get to listen to us just shoot the shit with each other and talk about feelings. I don't yeah. know. We're, we're, this episode is not really well structured. Generally we have a main topic. We really don't have a main topic. We're yeah, just going to talk about gaming uh, stuff that we'd like to talk as about. As loose as it has been lately. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to, to let everyone know, it's mostly because I've been, I've been working on a side project. I'm not going to... Uh, let you all know about it just yet we're still working sort of refining it as it were and i'm eating up a lot of my time scott's been doing a lot of writing and getting into stuff with yeah some lacquer the larp we larp you mentioned uh is ramping up getting the culture packets ready to go uh, i think three of them are in like first draft or near the first draft mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. Re- level so and yeah it's and, exciting I'm and ryan's been it. busy with school and getting yeah, all that settled my last semester for the third time <laughs> yeah i'm overeducated but hopefully for the last time right if i have ever have to go back to school again i will just kill myself instead <laughs> or whoever's making me go back to school uh, probably then go back to school gun in the head probably just pull it just pull it man i like me yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like me better than I like them, so yeah, yeah. I'll probably um, kill them so first. Uh, so we don't have a lot of structure, but, but I think we're due for a tiny little bit of a break. We've been doing this for over a year now, so please just bear with us and go along for the nice casual ride. Hey, all we'll fi- be, we'll, all we'll, 50 of you, get your get, get your lobster bibs on. Or, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a real relaxed evening. So uh, we lurk season here in Atlanta is begun. It, the dong, gong has sounded, and actually... That's why we're doing it on a Friday night because I needed to make sure we get this done because all this weekend for the first I mean, time ever, a lo- some weird scheduling mishap has occurred and they don't have the site today. So yeah, yeah. Scott and Matt will be heading up there bright and early tomorrow. Ooh, and I will not. I will not be going. Yeah, <laughs> it's up fine. At least for chumps. It's yeah. fine. Um, yeah, so we're going to ATE. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for that. Um, and then in general, we got LARPs coming up over the summer. Uh, then we got also have con season. We have MomoCon, DragonCon coming up. Um, I only partake in one of those. That's fine. It's the high I went to like days. I went like to like the second MomoCon yeah. ever, and I, I know the people who run it. Like I've I've because I used to run Nerdicon back mm. in Columbus back when I was in college the first time, and um, yeah, I mean I know most of the people who founded MomoCon. Great people, absolutely wonderful, uh, and you know I'm it blows my mind. 
what they've done, actually. Well, I mean, it's, it was basically a con on the level of Nerdicon. Like, it was a college convention. It was, in fact, a, just a college convention. The, the woman who is, I think, responsible for getting to where it is now is a woman named Jess Merriman, who uh, was went to tech, and uh, I think she was getting a master's degree. I think she was a graduate student. I don't remember. But, man, she, uh, she that woman did work. <laughs> and that's that takes a lot of work. I really, I'm excited. My wife's going to be at MomoCon. She's got a booth there, and I'm probably going to be there for other reasons. And I'm actually hentai. In, yeah, of course. Hey, Samuel Jackson. He likes anime and, and hentai. hentai. <laughs> uh, Samuel, I got right in there for a second. If Samuel Jackson likes it. it has to be good. It has to be good. Um, so I uh, I'm going down. I'm eager because I think it's it's building to almost like Momocon's building to a critical mass to becoming a main like con player. Like it's becoming I mean a big it, thing like similar to Dragon Con. Is it more fun than AWA? Would you say in terms? I of, would say so. Uh, um, I haven't been I haven't been to AWA that hurts, in a long time. That hurts me to say because well, I, back in the day I went to AWA every year. Me too, for many years, for and many I just years. stopped when they got weird and authoritarian. Yeah. This, okay, I'm not crazy, right? It did feel like there was a shift, and it's just like very suddenly it was way less fun to be there. Yeah, no, okay, so two big things happened. Um, first big thing happened is that they moved their main site to the Cobb Galleria, uh, and part of the authoritarianism came from the fact that the Cobb Galleria had a whole bunch of rules uh, that they made the con uh, follow. Uh, and um, as anime was becoming more mainstream um, and, uh, you know, more American kids were getting into it and more American anime fans started to become parents, uh, that pushed it towards a more family-friendly angle, which basically just, you know... Uh, ate the party out yeah, of it. Yeah, no, yeah, basically they dragged the party aspect of it out into the street. Because I have partied... Made, yeah, made it look very look hard at that con. And uh, yeah, oh yeah, me too. I think my love of the last like it was a crazy party. Like mm-hmm. then I hosted oh, it. Yeah, I because I, I somehow <laughs> fun story. Uh, one time, me and my buddy Julian were going AWA, and we decided beforehand that we were going to dress in button-up shirts and slacks <laughs> and come in with like our luggage, like professionals and stuff like that, <laughs> and just look absolutely bemused at what was happening while we checked in (laughs) and lo and behold because we did that we had a third floor room which had like the enterprise wind like of winter like it was just a full wall length window a a murphy bed a mini bar and like a conference table in our in our room and Boy, oh boy, did we host a good party. Oh, I, <laughs> I was so drunk like, the that's whole a party, time. That's a party room so right there. So that just goes to show you, kids, if you lie well enough, you can basically get whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Hey, uh, we, have a good, we have a president. Shining example of that. Oh, oh wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. It has to be gaming related. That's one thing on this podcast. It has to be somehow gaming, gaming related. system. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's yeah, not. Uh, this no, is it's, not a political I mean, podcast. Look, 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 he treats it like a game, so why can't we? You're oh. not wrong. No, where's the lie? Crap. Crap. He's got me, uh, guys. The, you're, you're right, but I don't think these fine people want no, to hear no, that. No, 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 if no, they no, want no. to be afraid all the time, all they have to do is turn on the television. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of which, if you're Atlanta, uh, to date the podcast, uh, we just had part of eight, uh, 85 collapse in downtown Atlanta. Yeah, yeah that was we crazy. Had, we had two simultaneous disasters, uh, one of which we knew was coming, which was the, uh, the new stadium opened up. 
Yep. Uh, which is real, literally, I can see it from my house. Um, <laughs> it's a problem. It's a problem, and I fucking hate it. Um, I had a congresswoman come to my house uh, during election season, uh, and she was all like, well, what, do you, what's, what, what are your concerns? And I just, like, took her out. I was like, pointed, that, you see that? That's my problem. And she's all like, yeah, I tried. <laughs> you know what? Didn't try hard. I appreciate her honesty. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I fought that. Uh, yeah, they were they were rich people. <laughs> uh, and 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 then the second unplanned disaster um, was that a major highway caught on fire and collapsed. It, Atlanta literally had a heart attack. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, we I mean, have one of the one of the is being built right now. Yeah, one of the off like aorta like pipes just fell in a little yeah, I mean, bit if you know anything about atlanta like basically you know three major highways sort of converge uh pretty much in the same spot the sweetwater yep. brewing company is actually kind of very yeah. kind of close to where it fell in our yeah. friend mary works really close to it actually. yeah oh, that and, and it basically created a situation since it collapsed and it will not be fixed for months at this point as mm-hmm. far as everyone says which means a very major artery of the system that feeds into downtown to and from is not not usable. So we in the north are happy that it is not us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on the we're on the the west side of the city. North, uh, very northwest. Northwest side, and so our our major artery is fine. Um, but now it's going to be clogged with everyone else's cholesterol. Which I will say, however, there is major construction going on in our in our little artery. What I'm saying is. Hey, LA, screw you, we're worse. <laughs> like, uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be contesting them for a little while. And, and, and you know what? We don't talk about roads all the time. I know how you people do. Have you ever <laughs> listened to a bunch of people t- from LA talk? They always talk about routes and whatnot to well, get places. I mean, literally, a 20 minute ride out there takes two hours. Like, it's, it's that ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. And... Anyways, gaming. Let's talk. Yeah. About so gaming. I heard there's this new role playing game about highways. <laughs> uh, highways and construction. Highways and construction. Uh, brought to you by the Department of Transportation. Super boring. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you got to do your paint mixtures correctly for the right lumen <laughs> luminosity uh, on for, the. Roll roll for, oh, you designs. rolled for catastrophic, inexplicable fire. <laughs> um, no one knows what the fire yeah, was. Yeah, no, n- none of the materials that were being stored under it were supposedly like, it's one of those like, jet fuel can't melt steel beams I thing. Yeah, we can hot enough to crack the cement and melted the the rebar. Yeah, but it they they were storing something on there. They think from what I've seen, it was a lot of PVC. Yeah, which but can which can melt, and that's where you got all the smoke from. I mean, was, I think it was just obviously a meth lab. You actually, that's not. It's not impossible. Not. <laughs> there, there are there are nooks and crannies. People like, love I, meth. Like mm-hmm. when I, whenever I'm coming home from your place, Ryan, there's like the, that little bridge area, and there's like an underbridge section to it. I'm right. all like, shit goes down there. Yeah, like no, there is true. there is like hobo Satan rituals that occur mm-hmm. in that little underbridge area. Because it's really no way like unlike many underbridge areas, you can't actually see it. Like, yeah, no, it's very, it's concealed. Like, you can see that it exists, but you couldn't see what would be anything that's going on. But it's clear that there is space for things to go on. Well, what I'm he, saying is we should LARP there. And, and what I'm saying also I is... I agree. Uh, I'll call well, the Air Force Base. Scott, <laughs> what would would say everything floats down there? Oh, yeah. Oh. Sorry, uh, the It trailer recently dropped in. I'm like, it got that on the brain. I haven't seen it yet. It's real creepy. It looks, it's real I'm, creepy. I'm, I'm told everyone I know... 
says it's very creepy. Yeah, well, it's um, it. It's 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 where everyone gets the oh wait, I'm afraid of clowns. Thanks, Stephen King. What killer clowns from outer space didn't do that for you? Ooh. Close, but no. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was probably one of the, cre- the the scariest stories I've ever read as a child. Um, then, uh, given what I I've gotten the highlights. You read it when you were a kid. Yeah. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah, it really does, don't it? Um, Ryan, thank you for going there. That's exactly what I was thinking. Hey, man, I read Melanie Ron books when I was like 11 years old. That fucked my shit up real bad. <laughs> I, I there's a lot of comic books. There's rapes in them yeah. and things. Um, but gaming, let's actually talk about gaming. What are, what gaming stuff have we been up to lately? What are we looking forward to? What uh, stuff's interesting? I play Hearthstone a lot, and I watch <laughs> a, a lot game. of videos about Hearthstone. Not a role-playing game, in but fact, it's a game. It's, it is a game. I don't, I'm in... I'm in some role playing. You want me to talk about the role playing games? We'll talk about the role playing games. Yeah. Well, actually, no. What's interesting is I actually now that you brought World of Warcraft up, I've always wanted a really good hyper like specialized World of Warcraft RPG. They like, tried. They, it was they, trash. They, yeah, mm-hmm. because it was all based off D twenty, and it was it doesn't feel like World of Warcraft. It was, it was shitty D and D. Yeah, garbage. Garbage. It was shitty, shitty D and D. I recently, finally, after three and a half four years i have lost count i finally got my exalted third edition book it's beautiful it's, it's a very my, it it's looks very like very pretty oh my gosh it's it's kind of like on, a bible cream well, on the inside you, cream on the outside yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> ice you, cream paint job look at it you got the uh, deluxe version yep. I've, I've had the non-deluxe version for years now um about a year and a half i think yeah um oh man fucking exalted it's what a Guys, if you haven't seen the book, it's it's pretty silly. How here's big it the is. here's the thing about it. I'm, I could literally I'm, kill someone with I'm it. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before. Uh, we keep talking about maybe doing a review of it, but the review comes down to this: the set it like the book itself is gorgeous. The setting is really interesting. They've really fleshed it out. Like, really expanded it. They've a expanded lot. it a great deal. They've tweaked things here and there about like specifically the lunar exalted. At least what they talk about in the core book is really interesting um the course system is a overhaul um and it's really good um it's the way it handles uh like combat momentum uh it, it really it kind of abstracts things a little bit uh while you're not tracking health levels and you don't have like the perfect or die um thing the, the way it handles like combat motive momentum and decisive strikes and all that stuff is really beautiful it's really good and then the charms so what you're saying is play Dragon Blooded. Maybe that. Uh, that's the, the next. Book. The next book is coming out, yep. and hopefully it's not bloated as fuck. Um, uh, oh oh oh! Because like the, what? There's... The developers and writers on that book. Oh yeah. Aren't the developers and writers anymore? Oh, yeah. That has been officially announced that the uh, gentleman who was the developer for the third edition is no longer the developer of third edition. I mean, there's uh, like 300 well, think... solar charms in there, right? Yeah. There's... Yes. Uh, that's I insane. Think Holden. Is Holden still attached to the project? Oh, all right. Well, it there there are some back end reasons probably for that, mostly because it took four years to yeah. get for that book to come out, and, it, and it's just it's a the charm like like if if they would just redo the charms section, then yeah they need to great. parse it down. Basically, what if anyone's familiar with Exalted First Edition and Second Edition, the charms are kind of the linchpin thing that make you super super unique it well, they're defines your, they're you. your cool powers right and <laughs> they're superpowers and they're literally and they got very specific and they were really cool because they were based off the idea of like different like kung fu martial arts moves type mm-hmm. stuff but on writ large and with mm-hmm. cool effects well the problem I mean, is they took that to the dialed it to 11 in this edition third edition because each 
there are charms in there that are super granular, like super specific for what like, their function is. Yeah, you. I mean, I, I I've heard that particular complaint from like ten people now. Mm-hmm. Could you give me an example, please? Like uh, off on. the top uh, of your you head, guys. I'll get the book. You guys. Like, shit. okay, so there's a general type of charm where, like... Did they fuck with excellencies? Yeah, they did. Uh, every, everyone's uh, got excellencies now. Everyone's, well, everything's uh, built in their excellencies, and there's all sorts of, like, little minutiae, like, things that alter your excellencies and give you charm dice and, like... Oh, my God. You, Please like, tell there's, me there's... There's refresh uh, conditions uh, oh no. where, like, you, you like, well, you have your charm dice, and if you run out of charm dice, you can't use them anymore unless you reactivate them with a specific condition. But the problem is, is there's like ten of those types of charms in each skill tree. Um, like it's just it's very very minutia. It's very, it's very minutia. And I'm sorry that 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 that's, was not the direction. Also, that, yeah, and that's and, a mountain of bookkeeping. Yeah, well, it would take me a little. I didn't prepare, obviously, because we weren't prepared for this episode. But I'll, I'll at least by an expert find you a specific example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. He, let me let me just say the literally a third of this book, which is about roughly a seven to eight hundred page book, that's how big this book is yeah. for a role playing book. In a half cute. by eleven each page, a third of it is charms, mm-hmm. and I don't understand like how I understand what they were trying to do, but it's just unmanageable as it's a character. Cumbersome. Yeah, like. Okay, well, so I remember in Matt's game, we were ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. we were ridiculous, eight hundred point characters. Nine hundred, stu- yeah. We were stupid, and I had my character sheet was an Excel spreadsheet, and, and I'm not shitting you. And it was multiple pages because mm-hmm. I had multiple martial arts, all sorts of charms and crazy shit. And it sounds like that's the that's just a base solar. It sounds yeah, like yeah, they, so, they went they went too far in that direction. Man, you know what I love. Excessive bookkeeping. Oh yeah, yeah, and, no. and and that's that's a big issue, especially when I guess this goes back to a sort of a design conversation that we probably had a few times. We sort of talked around it. Is that when you got a game that starts like dealing with bigger and bigger issues, mm-hmm. you can't have a lot of minutia or things start getting start breaking down. They start becoming much more uh, nuanced. Well, one of Exalted's greatest sins is that also Exalted doesn't respect the line between what the GM needs to know and what the player needs to know. For, right. Because, like, there's a lot of charms and powers in there. And this is even in second edition, where it's just like, you have to, the storyteller needs to know you have this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it affects every goddamn thing you do, yep. every time you do it, and it's their job to know. Like, Yeah, they have to be as educated about... All of all five of these characters, assume it's five five people in the group. Yeah. All they need to know all of the charms and all of their effects because if I'm designing an encounter for Scott and Ryan, I need to know exactly what they are capable of because I want to present something as a challenge. The problem is if you've got if you're a lot of XP, if you're like five hundred XP and you've got like thirty mm-hmm. charms each, but you're built differently, mm-hmm. that's a lot of charms. I have to go read and really understand and so that I can present a challenge to you guys. And, and the scale of power is such that. Like, even if you're deficient in one area, you can probably find a way to make it about the thing that you're good at. Yeah. Like, I mean, especially if you're a Swordy McSword guy. Um, and well, that, the Swordy McSword solves a lot of problems. Yeah, exactly. It's all like, okay, so we're in this tense diplomatic situation. You realize I could kill your entire kingdom. Right. Oh, oh, that's lovely. Because like, I am I Swordy ju- McSword I guy. I could just do it. Yeah. 
because I'm you are, walking... you are you are tissue paper people to me. Yeah, and, and I'm being nice to you because of my own morality. Yeah, and um, then you're a weirdo and yeah, scary, exactly. and then they'll bend to you. Exactly. That's like, like no, no, no. Oh, what's your socialized? None. I don't have any of it. But uh, I you promise you, know I'm you, not lying. I, yeah, I, I promise you, GM. Um, if he doesn't do what I say, I'm going to physically get up, walk over, because you know they can't stop me, mm-hmm. and I will kill their entire army right now. Because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll roll it too. If you want to yeah, go yeah, ahead and roll, 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 roll it. Roll it. Roll uh, but I promise you, if you pull out something to save them, I'm going to call complete bullshit on you because, because I know my you because my Twilight them. spent you know like a half of a session. Or my no my 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 eclipse and my night yep. have been ca- casing this place. Yep. Uh, and you know, they... basically exalted's retarded, and there's a lot of dick waving in it. There is a huge amount of dick waving, uh, which it, much of which is intentional. Much of yeah. Oh exactly. no no no! I'm, that is not me saying that's bad. <laughs> you know my character. It's like you know the things I've played. So yeah, he has I... to get a wheelbarrow, guys. He just right in front oh, of him. Oh my goodness! Two I things. was just oh, I was such a brat. <laughs> but, uh, but only in, uh, that I punched things very well. You really very did. Well. He was very good at the punching. I punched the sun itself, and it, I mean, and it punched back. Oh, yeah. And I, but I survived a number of those. Indeed. Uh, I yeah, hurt it real bad. It, it's just, uh, it's such a disappointment, really. Yeah. Because well, it's been built up for a long time. It was built up for a really long time. We And the thing is, we've known. It made so much money. It made so much money, but. Yeah. Cocaine was, money, baby. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> hopefully, hopefully the people at Onyx Path, right, that's in charge of that shit. They now. are the... Yes, they are. Yeah, Onyx Path. Hopefully Onyx Path will... Those are the they cr- have the official license will realize for that how much... They'll, they'll take it another direction. Like, it, I like, mean, they'll keep the core system. They'll yeah, keep the core, the core system. Uh, hopefully the Dragonblooded and the Lunars will be reasonable. I will probably back the Dragonblooded because I yeah. really, really want to see I mean, what they do with it. I've, I've always, always loved the Dragonblooded. That's what I was about to say. You know, when I really get down to like what sounds like a fun, exalted game to me, the Dragonblooded always sounded like it was a much more interesting sort of like ground there's a lot more ground level oh, yeah, stuff no, going it, on it's street level use a comic book tour very street level you're more stuff. of a comic you're more of a, a, a traditional superhero than a i have to god king than a god king well, it's yeah. again scale is, is you are a true hero and champion of the people if you're a solar you're not you're not of the people you're a god you're the god emperor running coming back and reclaiming the throne you're dealing with machinations far beyond any human whereas a exalt a dragon blood you're like yeah my buddy, who's not a dragon blooded, yeah, he just had. We just had a bachelor party for him. Um, he's gonna have all this great fun stuff going. Like, it feels more intimate. It and feels my father went up for tax evasion. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he God didn't. damn, yeah. you know how many slants of jade that's gonna cost me? <laughs> and then you can pull out the your when if you want to, you can pull out the solar character sheet and uh, you know have a good. That's a great antagonist. Oh, that's like fantastic. one one solar for a party of dragon blooded. Like, ooh, that's a rough somebody's, time. Somebody, somebody's getting hurt, and someone's going to the hospital. You have to go. You gotta be clever. Someone, yeah. yeah, someone might die. And, 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 might and, die, and, yeah. and I guess scaling—that's another yeah. part of scaling—is because the scaling is a lot lower. The, the initial scale is mm. a lot lower. It's able. You're able to gently ramp up when you need to. But when you start with solar, and they start getting some well. XP under the belt, that curve ramps up base, very fast. Well, a base level soldier with the first excellency, and we talk, I mentioned excellencies. Excellency, excellency is saying, I spend the juice to be 
ultra, ultra good at this thing. Like, I can roll an obscene a number of dice for this thing. I'm as good as a normal human without spinning my X and Z. When I start easily spinning into my X and Z, I become superhuman to God. Right, godly yeah, and, 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 and it means that you can do supernatural, superhuman things with mu- mundane abilities. And, and, it's a, and base solars have that. Mm-hmm. And they... So, it's like, how do you... How do you meet up against a solar in a way that's like meaningful? And, and yeah. that's actually almost what I wish the direction they would have taken with the because my brain's thinking mm-hmm. on it is they should have gone like okay, well, excellency thing. Why don't we treat skills and stuff like spheres from mage? Yeah. Let's make it more open ended and a little more like how can you narratively apply this skill to Honestly, this situation that, that's and do really, the thing? That's a really good idea because mm-hmm. at the we it is how many times have we said exalted has never been about whether you succeed it's about how you did it how you did it and the consequences and if you really take that as a cognitant like say mage the awakening mm-hmm. most of mage the awakening's magic is fiat like it is i'm describing what i'm trying to do and you tell me storyteller based on what i'm trying to do and the and the role that i made what and well first of all like can i do that yeah. like is that even does possible? that make sense with my the spheres that i have and my outcome that i want like does that work and is there a die pool or a penalty applied and stuff like that and then is there a paradox that gets thrown on me for even attempting to do something outside outrageous? Out, outreaching yeah and i feel like you're right like exalted should have just moved to that it's like Okay, I have this number of dice in this in this skill. I'm trying to do this. Let's build a system around the complications. Let let's let's stop with this like thirty die pool nonsense. Mm-hmm. Let's try to get back to like raw numbers to where and the numbers are meaningful again. Yep. And I, I believe me, like based on what I I'm have, seeing over there, yeah. I don't think that was um, happened. <laughs> actually, that's no. something I've heard a lot of people. They're like, remember the conversation we had with Eli is he liked at a certain point when we were growing up, we liked the idea of like, oh, we're going to roll 20, 30 dice. That's amazing. And, but then very quickly after a couple of years after Ever that, everyone Dra- was like, uh, can I just roll one die? Because this is a lot of... This have is you a ever headache. played the Dragon Ball Z role-playing game? No, I haven't. It's as stupid as it sounds. <laughs> as you think it is. There's, it's all D6s and you roll like, your pools are like, 15 it's shitty it's too big you can just knock you can cut that in half and be fine with it there's the math can probably still work out the math usually works yeah (laughs) um and and that's kind of where i wish exalted had sort of gone because it would have made i think more interesting here's the question i pose to you if you were to go in a direction like that would it be exalted still that's a very good question. Um, Exalted to me has always been about like the dre- the window dressings, not the yeah, not the machinery. The the, the, the themes mm. of it and the, the the specific the ungodly amount of detail they have put into that setting is what makes it. Oh yeah, the setting the setting is is really Exalted's biggest draw. Because um, the the longest Exalted game I played was Chaz's game that we yeah. all were in together, and that was not the Exalted system for the most part. Yeah, but that, I was, still, that was his own rendition of it. But I, I felt like I was playing Exalted, and I yeah, and yeah. I and it felt Exalted. Like, well, the thing about Exalted, and the thing that they really did a good job about, is they took a lot of mythology, like a lot of real world mythology, Eastern and Western, um, and they they kind of threw it all into a pot and 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 made made a new mythology out of it that mm-hmm. still resonated 
with aspects of mythology of the entire world. Yeah. Like the the, the sun, the moon, uh, the stars, and like there's all sorts of animism thrown in there. There's Buddhism with the Immaculate. There's Taoism. Taoism, like all sorts of Eastern Western traditions. Um, put in a big old pot. Put in a big old pot and, and just they cooked something new out with of it. With some good old-fashioned Western hedonism oh, thrown yeah. in there. <laughs> with some good old, good old hedonism. Uh, and, and they brewed up something really special. And it's just really sad to see the, the back end of that. Like, yeah. the, the way you play the game. It makes sense in a way, but it's not the only way you could do it. Uh, leg- true. Legend of the Wulin. There's a skin. There's an exalted mm-hmm. skin for it, and it yep. works. It works. It's yeah, fine. there there's a fate skin for mm-hmm. for that. I've even come up with some alternate ideas for how you can do exalted based around the virtues. Mm-hmm. Like the idea because in second edition, virtues was a this weird sort of vestigial mechanic that was yeah. that was it was still cool and interesting, but it wasn't as baked in and as extensive yeah. as I would and have liked. It's basically it. gone in third edition. Yeah, exactly. I thought, you know, that would have been cool. Something like, you remember Legend of the Five Rings? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, think about that, but use virtues instead. Yeah. For virtue, the four pillars of creation I, type thing. I spent a good, uh, not a small amount of time thinking about a House of the Blooded uh, conversion mm-hmm. uh, for that as well. Because they have, they have virtues, but they, you know, they're the Ven virtues. Yep. And you could do something similar. Um, and I always did kind of like the idea of virtue as a mental illness that uh, <laughs> that uh, Exalted did. It's yeah, like, I know. Like you're inflicted with uber compassion you're well, so compassionate that it stops making any sense and you're yeah. you're insane basically yeah i mean that that's that's true i mean well that's that's the the over the top hero that's the excess of conviction excess of conviction excessive of uh of of all that stuff i mean virtue was baked into second edition across the board it was everywhere um like in the setting and the system Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really sad to see. It I don't go think it away. was, but it was, to me, it wasn't taken advantage of as much as it could have, based on the design space, because there was so yeah. much else crowding into it. Um, it really, in in the design aspect of it, it really uh, had its biggest impact in the fair folk. Yes, uh, they were they were virtue machines. Like they like that's how like they were they were a their metaphysical essence was they were a collection of virtue bound up in a will yeah um, and, and then a narrative sort of mm-hmm. put on top yeah, of that exactly uh and it, like like if they describe what like the fair folks true form was and it's like this combination of four gaping maws like bound up in like a meta maw uh and that and and like they would consume virtue through the various maws yeah um and that's what you were and that's what you were fucking if you were fucking the pretty fairy princess oh uh, no oh well she got many 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 maws okay yeah. I, I do like i do like maws yeah. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, they are well, so i mean exalted is great i hope people do enjoy it mm-hmm. if you're listening and you like third edition go ahead have fun that's I, it, that's what we want here at polyhedron is for people to go out and have fun I, with whatever i'm, I'm looking at that book and i just you know all i can say is i don't got time for that no exactly ain't nobody got time for that like, <laughs> son i am disappointed yeah, um, it's 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 beautiful. It's pretty. I I would use it absolutely for the setting. Why are you not exalted? Why are you not exalted? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. You, that was really funny. You, you Asian, not Bijan. <laughs> hey, it's the internet. Okay, don't get angry at us. Yeah. We just um, found it funny. Okay. Um, in other games, 
uh, I've been playing. I've actually started to play more of the Underground Theater Warp. Uh, yeah, yeah. How did that go on Saturday? Oh, uh, it was really cool. I went to the uh, regional Sabat game uh, for Underground Theater. So it's it's a LARP. It's Parlor LARP. Right. And it was really fun. Me and Dylan, uh, who's been on the show before, uh, rolled up as as a pair of Inquisitors and immediately put the Archbishop on trial. Uh, <laughs> like we were we weren't we weren't coming in to do that stuff. We weren't weren't we weren't all like let's go let's go fucking let's go be, troll these let's assholes. go troll these assholes. Like no, we're sitting there and like we're listening to like somebody like dressing down the Archbishop and like say you did this, you did that, you did that, and we're just like looking at each other like you, you did what like, you, did you did what, what now what the fuck. Uh, like, we were just like, how is this... And then we went to, like, the one other player, like, the, the established player who was playing an Inquisition member, and we were all like, what the shit, man? He's all like, I'm, I'm the only one. And so, um, if you guys want to do something about it, let's let's go do something about it. Because I wasn't going to do it as the only one. I, right. There's more of them than yeah, there exactly, are of me. Exactly. And now, I mean, three vampires is... Yeah, is well, and this is, this is about politics, yeah, which means, yeah, exactly. oh, so, the, the fangs are going to come out. So we basically, um, like, like because what this all happened, like, because people were questioning his leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, they like, they, there was a whole bunch of politics going on. And we just came in and we tried him. We found him innocent. But, but we were all like, he's innocent. But he should not be Archbishop. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's went he's towed up to the line and he's he's within bounds, but that's not okay. Yeah. So we basically added another bit of like and he like by the end of the game he wasn't Archbishop anymore. He didn't die. They pulled his status. They pulled his status. They basically like the bishops pulled it from him. Uh, and there's like a four-way monomancy well, challenge good, going on. Well, good on. job, guys. Yeah, exactly. You really we, rolled in and fucked some shit up. Yeah, it we sounds... really, we really just added that hey, layer that's of. Hey, that's a bot. But it was really fun. Like we weren't, in, we like Dylan and I. We were neither of our characters are all like, like hardcore. Let's fuck with people. Like we're not about that. That's not your game. That's not our game. Like we like like Dylan and I were like. Yeah, we much more care about if you worship the fucking devil than if you're not perfectly in line with with fucking heres with heresy. Because we don't need we don't need that shit. In, so like, in our, it's like in we don't enjoy stuff. doing this. Like if you're if you're just you know someone who's a little lost, like we'll do it, but it's to help you, and because we the fucking apocalypse happened, and then it rolled back, and now it's gonna happen again. So that was just wave one, guys. That was just wave, wave one. one. So we can't go burning people at the stake because we're going to need to throw them at the Antediluvians. And um, yeah, speaking so, of Maws. Yeah, speaking of Maws. <laughs> so they no, it was really good. Um, also play the Underground Theater Werewolf game, um, mm-hmm. in which uh, uh, I uh, we literally played out a prog rock uh, album cover. <laughs> So, bunch of us decided that we. Uh, this is all like World of Darkness talks. So if you don't know the World of Darkness, it probably isn't going to make. I got. I'm sorry. I got. I got D and D stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry it, for you, son. Anyway, so what happened was like we've been dealing with mage shit. Like, that's kind of been a, one of the big plots. Mm-hmm. Is that the mages are fucking around? Is that all? What all the worm stuff was going on? Part of it. Part okay. of it. There's 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 legit worm shit going down. But there's also some some maid shit that, that is interacting with it. So we decide to like follow like there's like this building that's beaming and receiving energy into and from the deep umbra. Ooh. Uh, so we basically followed the beam, which led us into essentially a um, a pocket dimension where one of the one of the mage guilds, the guilds, 
whatever. Yeah. Yeah, one of the mage guilds, um, like, it's their pocket dimension. It's the Sons of the Aether. Mm-hmm. Um, so, on the way there, there is myself playing a were-raven, carrying a were-coyote whose silver, his fur has been turned into silver. Uh, meanwhile, four werewolves and a ratkin are riding a 30-foot megalodon past the rings of Saturn, um, while while a prismatic beam of energy just arcs across the sky. You know, were the on were the on the on the rainbow bridge was that? I mean, they uh, kind of. I was. will say, while that sounds utterly ridiculous, uh-huh. I'm sure it was a shit ton of fun. Oh yeah, it really was. It really was. We almost got turned into lawn chairs because we shouldn't have been going where we're going, um, and they shouldn't have let me talk. Uh, because I was in the unenviable position of like knowing what I was talking about, but being a dumb bird that's not diplomatic at all. Nope. Uh, like I'm, I literally like I was born. I was born a bird. I don't understand human diplomacy. I just, I just my mouth opens and words come out, and I kind of know what I'm talking about. But that got us into a lot of trouble. <laughs> so speaking of werewolves, mm-hmm. um, Murphy, who's been on the show a number of times, runs a and D game we call Packs and Prowlers. I, I did some modifications to Fifth Edition Warlocks to make them a little bit more palatable because I felt that they were a little bit under underjuiced uh, because of just some of the limited nature of their spell casting and the weird overpowered nature. Are of you them. saying that that you don't agree with the almighty designers of what's the coast? I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say heresy. That. No, I'm saying I'm saying that Eldritch Blast is too good, and why wouldn't you take it? Yeah, it's what I'm saying. Um, I'm, I just and that their spell casting isn't any fun. Like yeah. spell casting as a warlock in Fifth Edition isn't fun. It's kind of disappointing and kind of like a waste of time. Um, but back to your story. So we're running a game that's kind of started out in Scott Lynch's Gentleman Bastards uh, home city, where we were. Warlocks who were also of different profession. Like everyone was a warlock, but everyone's also a different profession. Like I was a rogue. I thought you were all rogues, and then you took something else. No, no, it's all warlocks. But you do some. You can be a full warlock. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I was a rogue and warlock because that's the best combination. Really, roguelock. Roguelock is really. It's it's pretty insane, actually. But God, I want the fourth book. Oh well, come on, (laughs) (laughs) come on, man. He hasn't been in a... His, is his relationship going well? Oh, I don't well. know. Pro, then you're not getting the book. Anyway, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it gets, it's been pushed back, like, what? Four it's times? Five times? Of times. I'm like sure it's... it'll be great when I read it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not holding my breath. Uh, so, we're... But we've left that place because we're off doing our own thing now. And the patron... The, one of the things that I've always found difficult about D- D&D and Warlocks and stuff is that in a lot of games where there's just warlocks, the patron that gave them their juice doesn't play into it at all, and then they just get all this power for all, you know, for fuck all. Yeah. Now, even though the, when you read warlocks in fifth edition, you it, read it going, "Wow, that's instant plot for my character." Well, yeah, it's instantaneously like, no, you made a deal with a being. Like there was a communication involved yeah. here. Like you talked to something. It's you not made... like a god, like a pre, like a cleric and a god, where you're like, "Well, I, my god likes me, and he gives me power to do this." Like, stuff. You He's made like, an arrangement. Yeah, right. You made an arrangement. So, like, I came up with some custom patrons and yeah. some custom spell lists and all kinds of interesting stuff. So it's a little more interesting, and they're a little bit more grounded, down to earth. And we don't we talk to them like we have dealt directly with all of our patrons at this point. Uh, one of our guys, though, he he is the one who chose the great old one, 
and his patron is called the Lord of the Dissonant Sound, and he speaks through shattering, like things shatter to make the make his voice. (laughs) Yeah, and for some reason, Andrew decided that he was going to try to commune with his patron in a in in like an inn. In his room. So literally, he had a communication. He did a ritual and all this stuff. And the communication came through the form of literally every piece of glass in the entire room just exploding and shattering everywhere all at once. Like you do. Like you do. So I had to do some pretty fast thinking because, you know, anyone who hasn't read the Gentleman Bastards book, magic's a no-no. Oh, no, it's bad. It's very Magic's very bad. The people who do it are bad. And the people, and in the context of what we're doing, we're not even the people who are allowed to have magic. We're oh, not. Yeah, no, the bonds bon- of magi would wipe you off the face of the planet. Exactly. Right? So big displays and crazy nonsense mm-hmm. like that is like, oh well, should I size the noose now? <laughs> like, so this big blast happens, and I just leap. I like, I'm in the next room, so I leap through the, his window because I'm a rogue and I rogue. Um, <laughs> And I had to think of something very quickly to make all of this make sense for when the innkeeper had to show up. It was yeah. like, what the fuck did you do? And I was like, uh, Murph, can I roll to see if there's, like, folklore of a Lucaru? <laughs> and to which you, you don't have to roll. It's every cult, every European some style. hairy monster thing. Well, yeah, every European culture has a Lucaru. It doesn't matter what fantasy it is. I'm like... Well, all right then. And then I proceeded to like, like nearly gut Andrew's character. Like I cut him, scratched Ooh. him, and beat the shit out of him really yeah. bad. Like in the course of a couple of seconds. And then I just like ran out of a window, and like made myself look furry <laughs> <laughs> because I can just change. I can do. I can do the bullshit warlock mask of many faces thing, and yeah. I make myself look weird. And I just projected a really loud howl, like using prestidigitation, and they bought it. <laughs> they bought boy. it. So after that, I came back in and I, I, I somehow spun a narrative that we were werewolf hunters. <laughs> and, and it was it was quite the scene. I also torment, I tormented I tormented Andrew a lot. A lot, a lot. Well, he deserves it. Because he deserved well, it for yeah, being a dummy being dumb. dumb. Yeah. He was a dumb. Yeah. He was a dumb. Dumbs get punished. Uh, speaking of uh, warlock stuff uh, in other gaming news... Um, the new Acquisitions Incorporated show, the C Team, uh, which is run by Jerry Hulkins uh, as the DM. Um, it's a live play. It's, it's a live play, Twitch streaming. They release it on YouTube and as a podcast. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, and there's a warlock warlock in that party, uh, played by uh, Chris Straub, uh, who you may be aware of. He plays. Uh, let's see if I can pronounce this correctly. Cathris uh, Daraub. He's a drow warlock. Of course he is. <laughs> I'm of... sighing so hard right now. So many apostrophes. It's a fun. <sighs> it's a funny show. Uh, like it's it's meant to be comedic. Yep. Um, and like he, uh, yeah, he's the warlock, and um, like it's a funny show. But every now and then you get like the deep cosmic horror. Uh, oh, and his character is just plugged into that. He's a great, he's a great old one <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a great old he, one of course, guy. Of course he's a great old one guy. They have the best power at level yeah, one. Because you can talk into anyone's head within 30 feet of you. Yeah. Boy, did I abuse that Dis- when Dissonant I had whispers. it. Dissonant Whispers? Uh, no, Dissonant Whispers is the name of the spell. I forget what the name of the actual... Touch the Mind or oh, something gotcha. like that. 
and you can communicate with anything that has language within 30 feet yeah. of you at level one. Uh, well, don't be thankful my cleric in Linda's D&D game doesn't have, now that we're level six, doesn't have the knowledge domain or I'd be talking to everyone in their heads all the time. Oh, Quill would not stand for that. No, <laughs> no, no. no, no. no my little rage, my no, little just, rage monster just, there'd would be not. A, there'd be a constant, never gonna give you <laughs> up, never gonna let you get out of my head, never gonna run oh, around. Quill isn't that subtle. <laughs> <laughs> There'd probably be like taking a dump in his shoes or something. <laughs> Barbarians. Uh, but, uh, uh, that, that remi- excuse, for, excuse for everything. That reminds me, um, uh, in, in the Acquisitions Incorporated show, uh, Jerry did basically probably the best dragon ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it was a cat um, because they were very small uh, and they were in a very, like, they were in a normal-sized tavern, but they were very small and mm. there was a cat in the tavern and it was just basically a dragon. Mm-hmm. It was it like like so it apt. was really well run, and like they had one of the characters had communicate with animals, so they basically had a version of the smog talk, like Bilbo talking to smog, uh, and it was just really well done. He, like he really sold the fact that cats, as lovely and cute and funny and frustrating, it's as great they, when you're five, yeah, six, as, ten times bigger than they are, as they are to us. But if you flip that scale, they are terrifying monsters. Because felines, like wolves, are nature's killing machines. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're very well-evolved predators, even our domestic house cats. Yep. Even though, you know, ours are fat and, and cute. Lazy. And lazy. If there was a mouse, they could probably take it out, just because they've got instinct and genetics on their side. Yep. Uh, but you're just like, he, like, as I'm listening to this, I'm all like, this is a fucking dragon. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, these are level three players confronting a dragon, and sure it doesn't have like breath weapons or whatnot, but in terms of physical scale and ability to just annihilate them, it's a one two encounter design. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and that actually, now that you tell me that story, intrigues me enough that I really need to watch it because I, I'm always interested to see new, uh, uh, new like live plays and see how other GMs roleplay. Because I've listened to, if anyone's a fan of podcasts, you probably know about Critical Hit, and they're very, very long-running 4th edition D&D game. And I love Rodrigo as a GM. I won't go into a lot of detail here, but in general, I wanna, I'm happy to see more of this type of stuff happening. Uh, well-produced. Oh, because yeah, I, very I listen, well-produced. I've, I've tried to listen to a lot of other live plays and podcasts for and unfortunately, either they don't have the right equipment or they don't have the right mentality for what they're trying to do I, or editing skills. It It's hard to listen to. I tried to get into Critical Role. Uh, I listened to the first couple of episodes. Um, and it's just too It's too much. It's too like, much. Too long. A, they start... They, their, their, their story starts in the middle of their campaign. Like mm. They started recording... Um, in the middle, they've already we're already playing their game. For they already have established they characters. They already have established characters. They already have established motivations. So it's hard to get into. Um, and the the normal Penny Arcade, uh, like Acquisitions and Corporate game, the A the A team, as it were, um, that's a lot more easier to get into because the each of those games are like kind of big set pieces. Yes, because they run them at their conventions, uh, and they're not really. There's a continuity there, uh, but the characters are relatable enough, and um, you don't really need to 
have a lot of backstory. So I've been following that for a while. So I'm really excited for the C team to start because that's going to be a weekly game. And um, it's like, not a con based. Game. It's not a con based game. It, 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 it's dialing down. They're starting at third level. Um, so they're not ridiculously powerful. It's where the game, this where fifth edition actually stops. Not it starts being fun at third level. Yeah, so yeah. that's a good place to start. Uh, but <laughs> no, and what the probably the biggest selling point for me is that uh, Jerry Holkins, uh, Tycho Brahe of Penny Arcade, is the one running it, and his his comedy and his general style, both in writing and just in in his and his demeanor, I like I find very appealing. It, you like you he, found your thing. No, you he, your he's, thing. He, I, I have a great deal of admiration for his work and his style and his talent. And to see him run a weekly game is very exciting. Almost like you're there at the table playing yeah, the game you know, with them. You know, I, I might kill one of you if I could play a game with Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, we all have that thing yeah, that we'd yeah. kill each other for. Yeah, Mine, you wouldn't like it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you, you, wouldn't like, you wouldn't like how small scale it is. Uh, <laughs> five dollars oh no oh come on Um, it's a burrito burrito. (laughs) this has been a lovely conversation we are running out of time oh we're gonna do a little shorter i've got to wrap things up uh i got a lot to do before tomorrow morning um but we may actually in a couple episodes may have another bullshit episode because this was actually a lot of fun there's a lot of Uh, cool stuff we can talk about we we actually did it we actually did the exalted review we said we were gonna do but it was really short i I want to do something a little more in depth but we we can put that on the back burner for a little while that's fine it's not it's not going anywhere as it were nope uh there's probably more interesting games coming up real soon that i'm Mm -hmm. eager to get my hands on like scion and the rest of the Trinity Continuum stuff. Uh, got um, in the second draft. The Trinity yay, Rulebook got in the second draft. I really want to so see it. I want to break gonna it down. I'm going to spend so much money on the kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will pay for none of it. But mm. anyways, um, if you like this episode, I know it was a little unstructured. Uh, please give us feedback at polyhedron. Uh, uh, yeah polygencast at gmail.com you really should get that down i know i'm working on it it's been stumble on it every time Uh, we're also at polyhedron cast on twitter um oh correction i apologize it's polyhedron podcast at gmail.com and it's at polyhedron cast because i couldn't do the whole long name thing twitter um and so please give us feedback uh if you're listening to this on stitcher itunes or any place if you can review us review us give us five stars Five thumbs up, whatever they use for their metric. Five uh, meow meow beans. Yep. I would love some meow meow beans. All right. Um, and uh, yeah, um, please. Oh, also, if you really, really want us to kick us a few dollars and to help us expand it, because like we talked about live plays, eventually I want to do a weekly, bi weekly live play with all my stuff and all my friends, but I need equipment to do that. And hopefully through Polyhedron, I'll be able to do that. Yeah, so um, people need to see my acting talent. <laughs> Uh, I suppose <laughs> uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash polyhedron and kick us back a few bucks you know you want to please do um, and where can people find you guys uh, you can find me at Divis Malkav on the twatters uh, and uh, I'm at arduous r-j-u-o-u-s alright and that's been us um, thank you everyone for being here and go where your fun is go roll some dice <laughs>